What's up, sports fans? It's Jordan, your host of After the Kids Go to Sleep podcast. Checking in here on a Monday at 1.32 in the afternoon in Arizona. A lot has happened since I last recorded. I have a lot of feelings, emotions going on about one topic that I'll leave towards the end. And I might be a little biased, so I'll try my best to get the national perspective on what's going on uh, from that standpoint. But first, let's hit on basketball. Uh, Last night, the Suns were in action against the Portland Trailblazers, who were sitting a lot of guys due to injury. So as an Arizona sports fan, I think a lot of us were hoping the Suns would blow out this Portland Trailblazers team more than 11 points, which they did last night. I think people were hoping for a 20 to 30 point victory. But as a basketball fan, as a fan of the Phoenix Suns, I will take the win. The team is now on a two game winning streak. They're going to play a tough Sacramento team. I did enjoy the comments from Bradley Beal last night. Everyone's asking for a leader. He, to me, is stepping into that role nicely. He's honest. He's genuine. He said the team took a step back last night, even though they got the dub. He mentioned that they did not bring the energy from the jump, which they did in the Lakers game. So I think that's something they're going to have to work on. I think a lot of times when you have three big stars, you think you can just roll out the basketball and win basketball games because people are just going to roll over for you. Well, that's not the case. Each team the Suns play, they have NBA players on their roster too, looking to make a living, looking to make a name for themselves. So the Suns have to be aware of that. There's good competition all around the league, and no game in the NBA is going to be easy. I believe Kevin Durant has mentioned that point quite a few times. Now, hopping over to college basketball, the Wildcats fall in Pullman, and as of right now, the polls just came out. They're out of the top 10 for the first time in a while. Uh, They check in at number 12, and that's deservedly so. When you lose to Stanford and you lose to Washington State and you're 3-2 and in a weak Pac-12 conference, I think that is the ranking they deserve. Um, I would even mention that maybe they should be 15 just to see uh, if that motivates them. And honestly, I think that's kind of where they belong in that 12 to 15 range right now until they figure out their road woes. They walk in to Pullman to play the Cougars. And again, we see the same team that played Stanford. They look slow. They look lethargic. And their shooting was ice cold. Luckily, For them, Washington State didn't play a clean game either. They were cold, so allowed the Wildcats to remain close. Caleb Love did hit a three from beyond the arc. That put the Wildcats in the lead for a short time period. And I thought maybe, just maybe, the Wildcats were going to find a way to win a game ugly, as they say. But that did not happen. One main reason that did not happen is a guy they rely upon so much who I believe is a very talented player, but has come across a few struggles as of late, is Kylon Boswell. Boswell did not record a point, assist, or a rebound. He had zeros in the stat sheet. That is just rare. Tommy Lloyd mentioned that he's going to have to figure it out, that the coaching staff can help him only so much, but at some point, the players play and the coaches coach, 
and Kylan Boswell is going to have to figure out how to get himself going in a game. He did early in the season, but as I mentioned in previous podcasts, the Wildcats have played a tough schedule, and these are young athletes, young student athletes, and he might just be going through a tough stretch in life. So let's give him some slack. The season's not over yet. We did not get eliminated from March Madness with our loss against Washington State. Yes, it might have hurt our seeding, but we still have plenty of games to play. Our Pac-12 championship hopes are still intact. The Pac-12 you know, tournament still intact. And then everything that we want is still in front of us in terms of winning a national championship. I would even offer this. I would say that now is not the time to be peaking in college basketball. If you're peaking now, you're peaking too early. Look back at the UConn team of last year. They lost six straight at one point. And they went on to win the national championship. So, stick with it. Stay positive. I think this Wildcat team has everything it needs to win a championship. They just need to get a few things figured out from Kylo and Boswell's production from game to game. And then a major one is Umar Balo and finishing at the rim. And then also the hack-a-shack technique that most teams are going to use against him due to his poor free throw shooting. Last, Jed Fish has left Tucson and he is headed to UW. I have a lot of thoughts on this. From a fan perspective, I do not understand why he would have left. You have a team that is ranked in the top 10 going into next year, a chance to win the Big 12. You have arguably one of the best wide receivers in college football, along with a growing and talented young quarterback. You also have an expanded playoffs next year. You win the Big 12, you're most likely in the expanded playoffs. Now, he leaves for a team that lost most of his roster to the NFL, that goes to a Big Ten where you have Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State. The competition is much tougher over there. The Big Ten and the SEC are probably well-known for football, probably the two top football conferences. So from a fan perspective, I do not understand why Jed Fish would leave when he had everything going for him at the University of Arizona. As the saying goes, the grass is not always greener on their side. So I'll have to see how this one plays out. From a national perspective, I get it. The Big Ten is going to provide UW more money, more resources, and more opportunities that Jed Fish would ever have at University of Arizona, being the head football coach there. So there's two things to weigh when you look at Jed Fish and his move. And it's crazy to think that this all stems from Nick Nick Saban stepping down as Alabama's head coach. If Nick Saban doesn't step down, you don't see Kalen DeBoer leave for Alabama. And maybe that Washington job never opens up. But if the Washington job does open up and DeBoer goes somewhere else, maybe it's not Alabama. Washington is able to offer more money and more resources, like I said, than U of A would have ever been able to. And money, as we've seen so often in life and in sports, talks in the end. So, where does U of A football go from here? That is a great question. There's a lot of coaches to kind of be looking at, but I think the move for Dave Hickey and the rest of the Arizona Athletic Administration is to hire the guy that the players want, and that is Johnny Nansen. Johnny Nansen was the D.C. last year for them, 
recently just left for Texas to be the linebackers coach, but contracts in today's world in college sports mean nothing. It's like the transfer portal, folks. A contract doesn't hold much water nowadays, doesn't mean much. Just because you have a contract doesn't mean you can't get out of it. Jed Fish was in a contract. He's gone. Kalen DeBoer was in a contract. He's gone. A contract doesn't mean much. There has been a lot of movement with the players on social media to get Nansen back. It has been reported that Teterola McMillan and Noah Fafita, the two stars of U of A, would stay if Johnny, if Johnny Nansen is hired as head coach of the Arizona Wildcats. So I beg, as a fan, I beg the Arizona Athletic Department to make the right move. Go get Johnny Nansen. Go hire him as the head coach. Let him fill out a staff. Keep this ship together and see where it goes. If it falls apart, fine. Then we pivot after that and we go find a different coach. But it has a high, high possibility, at least next year, of working out in a way that Arizona football has never seen before. That's all I have for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Until the kids fall asleep again, I'll talk to you again soon.